With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The LSU Tigers. LSU wins the BCS. Taking it all the way. One team, one heartbeat. The New Orleans Hornets select Anthony Davis. And I tell you, Mardi Gras about to break out. Talk about my thing. To the 20. Geis. Touchdown. Who that? This. Is the Chris Gordy Show. What is happening, New Orleans? Welcome into the Chris Gordy Show. Here on a Monday in the Crescent City, November 20th, 2017. Man, do we have a lot to celebrate. Any weekend where the Saints and LSU win, we know we always have a celebration here on a Monday. But man, oh man, was that a special game yesterday from your New Orleans Saints where, look, I'm with the people who left early. I'm with those people. I kept watching on TV, but I didn't think they were going to win. I thought that, that, you know, I'm, I resigned myself to the fact that, hey, you just got beat by a better team. The Redskins were, maybe not the better team, but, you know, on that day, yesterday, Redskins made more plays than you throughout the entire game and... I was just convinced. I was just convinced that that okay, this is this is where the losing streak, or rather the win streak, gets snapped. And all right, and they they came back. They came back with a vengeance. Washington left the door open for them just a little bit, and the Saints made some plays. My goodness, what a freaking comeback! And you just knew, right? You knew going to overtime, they were not going to lose that game. What an absolutely incredible performance from your Saints. And so they win their eighth in a row, and they're 8-2. And, and now they're going to Los Angeles next week to take on the Rams. So it is absolutely phenomenal. Say goodbye to the 7-9 and nine seasons. Those are gone because there's no way in hell they can finish at 7-9 and nine this year. They are 8-2. Welcome in, Producer Michael. Oh, yeah, it's a good day. I thought that game was done at half. I was like, oh, God. I just... They're not going to win. Well, they had, they? The, they had the weird, you know, like they were driving. It was again, had the, caught, made the catch, and then gets up and throws the ball to DJ Swearinger. I'm like, what are you doing? And Swearinger just throws it on the ground because it's like you got to get it to the ref. The ref's got to get it. And so they end up having to settle for the field goal there just before halftime. And I was like, all right, well, you're still in this. But it felt like, man, you should have gotten six there. I just were playing such sloppy football there for a while. But again, it gets back to they can win in many different ways, and they did it again yesterday. More proof that they're a really good team. It's amazing. Yeah. Eight straight wins, and now you get to go take on a Los Angeles team that's uh, coming in a little reeling because they got smacked around yesterday by the Vikings. Yeah, they did. But uh, look, we said it on Friday, I think. We were looking at it, we are like, this is the first good quarterback in a while you're going to you're going to play because you look back in recent weeks, you played Brett Hundley, you played Trubisky, you played Jameis Winston, you played Tyrod Taylor. Like you were playing quarterbacks that you could beat 
you know, that 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 were weren't giving you much of a test. And even I go back to Stafford. Remember, Stafford came into that game banged up. I think he had the injured ankle. So like, he wasn't even 100 percent in that game. Now look, they threw the you got out to an early lead, but then they threw the ball on you and they came back and made the game. So, uh, but really, since not since Tom Brady in Week Two. Had you seen a really good passing quarterback like Kirk Cousins, and Cousins is dangerous, man. I mean, he, 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 he's streaky. Like if he gets, if he comes out and he gets in a, in a rhythm like he did yesterday, it's like, all right, well, this is going to be a tough day. And so, tip your cap to him. He had a he had a really good day. You know, they they had their their ups and their downs, but their receiver Josh Doxson could catch a lot of balls. Vernon Davis can still go down and catch balls down the field. So. You know, they were making you plays left and right. That can, cut, that can catch balls. Well, and the the other thing is your defense. You know, the injuries finally caught up with you. I mean, not having AJ Klein, not having Kenny Vaccaro, Marshawn Lattimore gets hurt early in the game, and I think everybody had their a lump yeah. in their throats. Go, oh my God, please that, don't that let sucks. this be serious. Now he came out and tweeted last night, "I'm going to be fine. New Orleans is, you know, it's, it's okay." So. So that's good moving forward. But you just knew. It was like, all right, well, you can't keep losing guys on the defense and and expect to produce. And, look, they took some gambles in the game. I mean, that that touchdown where where Grant scored wide open, they went all-out blitz. And they did what they were supposed to do. They got the Cousins. They hit the crap out of him. Knocked him on his ass. But you know what? He had the poise to to be able to at least just get the ball out of his hands. And it was a busted coverage. He ended up having a wide open receiver down the field. Now there should have been help there. There should have been somebody there. But um, yeah, it just felt like nothing was going your way for much of the day. Drew Brees, you know, how many times did they go three and out, or you know, just kept punting, couldn't couldn't convert third downs, and then something happened, man. That 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 fourth quarter. I think I felt I'm sitting there as a Drew Brees fantasy owner the entire game going, oh my God, get it, Drew, you, you've you not been that great of a fantasy quarterback this year for me, and on top of it, you're going to do a total stink fest for the second straight week in fantasy football, and then, yeah, he actually scored some points. So what me. was it, 31-16, to 16, they go down, they get some points, you know, I'm looking at the clock going, all right, well, you're down, you know, down eight, um, you know, it's just still doable. Washington and you couldn't stop Washington's run. So my JP run, I mean, every time he touched the ball, it felt like he was getting six, I hated seven, that eight guy runs. When he was at Oklahoma, I hate him even more now. I mean, he just felt unstoppable. How about that third down though? Third and one, Manti Teo comes up and and fills the gap and forces him uh, forces him up to the outside, and they they get the stop right there. They get the ball back, but even still, I'm going, God, you got you got to go down the field with no timeouts. You got to score a touchdown, and you got to get the two point conversion. I'm just like, oh, all these things have to happen. It's, Damn it, not going to happen. Now, now look, you feel you feel good about Drew at least leading the you know leading the offense, and they get into a rhythm. They start going downfield. How about that? The Michael Thomas catch. I mean, like, there's nobody around. Like, hey, you might want to defend that guy. He's the best receiver on the team, and he's got speed and all this. So he gets. No, I was loose. good with them not defending him. He gets loose. Ted Ginn makes a big play and. Ted freaking again catching so, footballs just still blows my mind the way he's catching the football. And then that pass to Camaro where he catches it, bobbles it with a defender right on him, bobbles it in the air. I'm, oh god, this is going to be an interception. He's able to secure it, and as he secures it, I mean, he just, kid just turns the Jets on and boom goes in the score. Now at this he's point, what I'm, we call lightning fast. Now at this point, I'm still like, 
oh god, like they still got to get the two point conversion. Like it's it just felt like, and I hate that. I hate when when games come down to that one play. Like oh, you hate where it's that. Like, where it's like you hate when sports go all sports and they're exciting. No, but a two point conversion, like two point conversions are just so. It's like you know, like even like a, a game winning touchdown or a fourth and goal. Like that's. That's all right. That's the momentum of the game. But the two-point conversion is literally both teams are coming out of, you know, like it's it's literally do or die. Like it's it's this or nothing. And so uh, here was Sean Payton talking about the, the two-point conversion and, and the decision on the play call. You know, we had three different ones listed, kind of went through them all. We just kept, you know, you go through those on Thursday night, but you're paying attention to the game as it unfolds and uh, – my only concern with the play is in a competitive period Friday with our defense, we ran it against them, and they played it correctly and, and you know, basically stopped it. And now you were just counting on the look that you saw in film. And so we settled on the, the two points. So that play, it seemed like we spent a minute on, <clears throat> on the headsets while we were getting ready to get the ball. Prior to scoring, it was just – Hey, this this is here are the three options, and and we ended up going with the, fortunately the one that worked. It, it's it's amazing in that okay we we saw this for the first time last week in Buffalo they ran the pitch the pitch out play they run it on the two point conversion they get it and then they run it again in overtime with Mark Ingram mm-hmm. he gets to the outside and what breaks off a thirty yard run so I like the play call but how about that Sean Payton saying you know we discussed it even before we scored we spent about a minute in the headset going all right well look. Even if we get down there and score, we got to get the two point conversion. We got three plays we've been practicing all week of practice. Which one do you guys want to go with? And they said the pitch play. And how about that? He says the defense in practice stopped it. I love the pitch play the, though with Kamara. The balls to run that play when your defense recognized it and stopped yeah, it in practice. Your defense is good. The Washington defense isn't great. He said it was about getting that look, and they saw they got the look they wanted. And you I put think the it ball, was, you put the ball in your best playmaker's hands. But I think it was Josh Hill sealed the block. Go back right. and watch the play. Yeah, no, it's, he I'm watching seals right the now, block actually. on the outside and hell of a block because if he doesn't get that block, Kamara stopped. So yeah, but then again, but again, you put the ball in your best playmaker's hands, the fastest guy, and you hope that it worked and it worked but right there you just felt like once they tied it they're not losing this game i mean the superdome was freaking rocking by the way we're going to talk with uh, larry holder here in a couple minutes um just want to get his thoughts on perspective from the game how loud the superdome was and, and it was rocking but i mean my goodness like you struggled to run the ball most of the day you go to overtime and mark ingram like it was like you gave him a shot of adrenaline like oh we're not losing this game and that dude gets the ball Boom! I mean, he's just gone. Two two plays right up the field. You get in a field goal range, and it was over. I mean, what an unbelievable comeback for for the Saints! And look, we talk about those magical moments. I mean, it, people kept talking about that oh nine that oh nine uh, season and how special so many plays were, especially the Redskins game. That play like lives in infamy, where Robert Meacham gets the the strip mm-hmm. and they and they go down and score. I mean, this this ranks right up there in a game you were. It, it was a, I think it was 99.6% chance it's, of a loss. It's a season that has a bunch of special moments to it already. Like it has a bunch of special feels to it. Like this is, they're really good. Yeah. Let's for get, a reason. Let's get a call in here before we grab our first time out. Let's get Val in Baton Rouge. Val, what's going on? Good morning, fellas. How are hey. you doing? Hey, welcome in. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Happy win again, Saints Monday. But I hate to be the Debbie Downer. Uh, Ian Rappaport, I don't know how much stock you put in what he says, has on his Twitter feed and has reported on NFL Network that Alex Okafor is out for the season with a torn Achilles. Mm, well, that sucks. Uh, the good news is, yeah, I'm just seeing that too 20 minutes ago from Ian Rappaport. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's not good. That's not good news. He's played well for you, but I'll tell you this. It's way better than losing Cam Jordan or Lattimore or A.J. Klein. I mean, you lose any of those guys for the season, you're really in a bind. Now here, you're in an opportunity. Kakaha has not played great this season as an edge rusher. He's been inactive for a couple games here and there, but maybe he can get back healthy and maybe you can get something out of him. But um, it sucks, Val, but again, I'm not going to say that the season's over because Okafor's out. I tell you what, I'm glad this doesn't say... Marshawn Lattimore has a whatever, and he's out for the season because his departure from that game. Oh, was, goodness. Oh, my goodness. It was crazy how they just kind of like, what? What are we doing now? And um, if we have to depend on Devontae Harris, I'm telling you, the Saints will be in <laughs> super big trouble. Absolutely. Thanks for the call, Val. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, f- 504-260-1280 if you want to get in. Again, we're going to talk with uh, our buddy Larry Holder here in just a couple minutes. But, yeah, I mean, uh, I was reading an article over the weekend that they graded out. They they named Marshawn Lattimore not just the best cornerback rookie, the best cornerback in the league currently based on all the numbers. Like You're getting pro, pro football focused again. Yeah, yeah, but but – I mean, look at what happened. He comes out of the game, oh, I, suddenly I, yeah, every receiver's been, catching every ball. He's I mean, been unreal. Uh, insanely good, but I just... They absolutely... Don't, don't let me go on a pro football focus rant on a week where we only work No, it was No, it wasn't pro football focus. It was one of those... Um, it, it was more uh, real stats. <laughs> real numbers. All right, we'll grab our first time out. When we come back, we're going to catch up with Larry Holder, get his thoughts on this game. Absolutely unbelievable. It's your Saints... Come back to beat the Redskins 34-31 in overtime. The Saints are 8-2, baby. This is Chris Gordy on Sports 1280, New Orleans. Oh, yeah, we're feeling good, New Orleans, on this Monday morning. Welcome back into the Chris Gordy Show. Chris Gordy and Michael Connor, and a pleasure to be joined by this guy. He follows us right here on Sports 1280, but figured we had to get him on, get a little perspective from inside the Superdome. The one and only, the great Larry Holder joined the show. Larry, good morning, sir. Morning. Yeah, it's uh, the sun's shining a little brighter here in New Orleans <laughs> after uh, one of the more incredible games I've ever, uh, I've ever witnessed. And usually we say in those terms we've seen the last few years, you've seen like, Blocks extra points, go back for a two point conversion, and the Saints blow these type of games. And uh, look, when you're when you're rolling, you get these type of wins. And it's uh, it was an incredible win in the dome, to say the least. You ready to shave your head? <laughs> Man, what a stupid <laughs> proclamation that I make! I made uh, just just for your listeners when they went zero and two 
I decided to make a grand proclamation because one Jeff Duncan, of course, of Duncan Holder, he was still on board with the Saints and said, look, I think they're still going to go 10-6. and six. And I was emphatic, no way, no how, nada. And I said, if they went 10-6, and six, I would shave my glorious hair, and I'm going to be hairless <laughs> by Christmas. There's no doubt. At least I make it through Thanksgiving with hair, but nah. By the time Christmas comes, uh, my precious locks will be down the drain, and I'll be, I'll be looking like Mister Clean, and that's not a good look for me. <laughs> and you've got some great hair. I mean, that's a lot of hair to to say goodbye to. Is your wife okay with this? Well, she doesn't really have a choice. You know, I made a stupid <laughs> choice, and it's, it's going to come down to it. And she's used to stupid decisions by me. Uh, she wouldn't be married to me as long as she has been otherwise. <laughs> So I, I always love to get the journalist perspective. How many of you guys in the press box had your stories ready to go third quarter, early fourth quarter, and then you guys are hitting backspace going, oh, God, here we go. I mean, it's it, it changed that quickly. You know that's exactly what happened. Look, it, it's <laughs> – and you, you thought – and, look, I, I talked with a lot of the players in the locker room afterward, and, look, you could have thought, oh, all right, they were due for a loss, and so – uh, chalk it up to they were you know they just didn't play it come out and play that well uh, and, and it was bound to happen and yet man I'll just tell you I the fact that we hadn't really talked about Drew Brees too much this year because of everything else that was going right for this team I think he took great joy in putting his footprint back on this team and saying uh when they need me I can come through and <laughs> boy did he ever come through and it's uh uh, you know, it's just another way that this team can win games. And uh, and look, now they're gonna go on a tough stretch. You got the Rams, then you at LA, then you've got home against Carolina, and then a short week on the road in at Atlanta. So uh, this this win, even though you could have figured, ah, they're seven and three, uh, they needed this win. And uh, look, it's it's gonna be tough sledding going forward. Yeah, absolutely. We're talking with Larry Holder, of course, NOLA.com, and uh, Duncan Holder following our show. Um, Larry, what was the atmosphere in the Superdome like? I mean, I've been in some big, some some uh, some loud atmospheres there. I mean, I go back to the uh, the 06 uh, playoff game against Philadelphia. It was you know one of the loudest atmospheres I've ever heard. Uh, it, there's been some loud times in the Superdome. Where did yesterday rank? Well, it was right up there, and I, I think we were, uh, we're we're starting to see the juice in the dome again, uh, which you would certainly hope so. And I don't think that there were too many fans that actually left, uh, uh, because I think that enough people realize, all right, this this team has the mojo going, and even though it looks kind of uh, dim as far as when you go down fifteen with about six minutes left, uh, let's just wait around and see what happens. Who knows? And it's funny because uh, Robert Meacham was the uh, was kind of the honorary captain, and he led the Houdat chant. And oh, by the way, he was instrumental in a game against Washington in 2009 when the Saints shouldn't have won a game, and they won a game. And oh, by the way, they played Washington, and they shouldn't have won this game, and they came back and won the game. So uh, I think people were uh, were jazzed up about that, and. Yeah, it was rocking. I mean, when when they had to get the noise going, they got the noise going. And all you had to see was in the miscommunication at the end of the game when Kirk Cousins throws the ball to no one, gets called for intentional grounding, and all kinds of just crazy things that, uh, you know, you had to to have every one of these uh, 
six, seven, eight things go your way or you wouldn't have won the game. And so it's it's been pretty incredible. I, I saw some people making a big deal out of oh, people left and all. I'm like, that's the reality of sports. Any stadium, people leave if your team's down a million points with three minutes to go. Yeah, people are going to leave early. But I saw some of the Redskins players, including your, your favorite, Junior Gallette, taking a Twitter last night saying stadium was half empty with three minutes to go. Now everyone's a diehard fan. Seems like some sour grapes there over for Mr. Mr. Gallette. Well, I, uh, I certainly had my fun with him writing and, and shredding his life away on uh, in a column last week. And, yeah, Junior is just going to be Junior. And you move on and you'll be like, all right, well, we won't ever see that guy again as far as uh, playing on the field uh, against the Saints, whatever. He can, he can have his little moment. But, look, it's, it is a reality. And so what if people left? I mean, look. There, there are improbable wins where people leave all the time. It doesn't mean you're not a diehard fan. I mean, give me a break. It's people are just trying to find things to complain about. I mean, just if you're a Saints fan, live it up, love it up. When's the last time you felt this way? Uh, you didn't feel this way even in 2013. It wasn't this good. So uh, feel free to find something to nitpick about. But look, the Saints are rolling. They have some adversity. There's no doubt about it. Uh, breaking news this morning. From Ian Rappaport, where Alex Okafor uh, tore his Achilles, going to be out yeah. for the year. So uh, you're going to be uh, probably looking at Trey Hendrickson as your starting defensive end, who's played solid as a rookie. He's played but, well, yeah, yeah. But the problem, I mean, look, you're 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 down four starters yesterday once Okafor left, because of course Marshawn Lattimore left. So look, they, uh, I don't know how they're going to, uh, you know, survive well with that. Look, that. So this is adversity coming right at them in, in a major stretch of the season. Is there anybody, are there any names out there in the free agent market you think they may look at? I mean, obviously they'll probably bring somebody in, but anybody you think that could could, could contribute well? If they're on the market now, they probably can't contribute well. <laughs> <Right>. so, <laughs> so, look, I think that they're going to have to find the uh, the solution in the building. Uh, look, I, I do think Trey Hendrickson would probably be your starter. I think you'll see more in the mix of Haley Kikaha. You'll probably see Al-Kadeen Muhammad, their six-round pick. Um, active uh, on game days. I'm sure, will it, could they bring in a veteran? Sure. Uh, you know, it wouldn't stun me at all. But uh, it's no one who's going to come in and and really take over for what Alex Hoofer did. Because, look, he had a one-year prove-it deal. Uh, he was playing very well, uh, probably better than he's, he may have played on a regular basis his entire career. And he gets this uh, uh, this bummer of a setback. So, look, they're going to – and honestly, you know, if Vicaro can come back and A.J. Klein are gonna, can come back, uh, you're going to see uh, the Blitzkrieg come back, and they're going to start blitzing the house again uh, because it's effective when you have those two guys in there, even whether you have Okafor or not. Yeah, and I, and I said if to lose anybody, I mean, it sucks to lose Okafor, but it, those other guys are way more important. As long as you have Klein, you have Vicaro, you have all those guys back healthy, I think they'll they'll be okay. Um, quick thought on Lattimore. I know he took to Twitter last night and said, I'll be fine, and, and you know, no, no problem. Um, it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, 
They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. But it was scary to see him go down with the injury because he's been so important to this team, and certainly when he left the game, it, it made a difference for Kirk Cousins and company. No doubt. Uh, you saw more P.J. Williams, and you saw more Devontae Harris, and you saw more of the secondary breakdowns that you probably saw against Minnesota. So that's scary in and of itself. But who knows how long Marshall Lattimore is going to be out right right now. I mean, but what, seeing what you saw on Sunday, you assume he's going to miss this game. Uh, and you, you want him healthy. I mean, look, you're 8-2. and two. Uh, If you lose two games in a row, just, uh, you know, just, you know, hypothetically, you're still 8-4. and four, You're still in good shape. So you can't risk uh, throwing Marshawn Lattimore back out there that early. And then, look, it just also goes to show you, uh, you know, people were thinking Delvin Bro would come back. He can't. So you're having to deal with some some hiccups there in the, in the secondary. But, yeah, Marshawn Lattimore is a difference maker, and teams know it. And uh, teams can uh, can go at you in different ways if he's not in there. So, yeah, I'm – uh, you know, I, I'm curious to see how long he's out because he has been a big difference maker for the Saints this year. Well, look, Larry, it was an incredible win. It was absolutely epic, and and you know, these moments seem to happen in special seasons for New Orleans. So uh, we're gonna keep this train rolling, see where it takes us. But uh, appreciate you jumping on with us, man. Yeah, you got it. And I'm gonna give a quick tease on my show. You know, might might as well. Absolutely. Up, obviously, myself and Jeff Duncan are gonna talk heavy Saints Redskins. Uh, we go guest free on Monday by design. Get, get your involvement, and uh, I also have a, a bunch of exclusive interviews I got from the locker room yesterday. I talked with Ted Ginn, I talked with Larry uh, Larry Warford, and Ryan Ramchick. So you'll hear all of that, and uh, our uh, and everyone giggling how I'm two wins away from being <laughs> Mister Clean. So that's going to be depressing in and of itself. But everyone else can revel in my misery. So that's good. Oh, we can't wait. We're we're gonna be there. Are you working every day this week, or I mean, how many days are you guys working this week? We're trying to figure out how many days we're gonna work. Well, I don't think we have shows Thursday, Friday, but that doesn't mean I don't have anything to write, and that doesn't mean I, I don't have a six a.m. flight to L.A. Saturday morning. So <laughs> that sounds terrible. We we did that a few weeks ago. That was that was bad. <laughs> Nola dot com never sleeps, my friend. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> thanks, Larry. Appreciate it, man. Larry Holder there. Duncan Holder right after us coming up at 10 a.m. on Sports 1280. So you don't want to uh, turn turn the dial. Keep it locked right here. Appreciate Larry for jumping on with us. And he's got a good piece up right now. NOLA.com. Drew Brees. Plenty. Drew Brees is back. Plenty strong enough to carry the Saints. And by the way, uh, the, that contract talk may be coming back up. With yeah. Drew Brees. <laughs> hey, uh Hey guys, just want to let y'all know um, I really enjoy my time here in New Orleans. Yeah. Seems like y'all like to have me too. And, and yeah, we can still um, win some football games with yeah. me. So yeah, maybe a little bump and pay again might might help. All right, we'll take a quick break. We will come back and uh, continue the conversation. Chris Gordy show right here on Sports Twelve Eighty New Orleans. New Orleans sports talk about your favorite teams. Sports Twelve Eighty. It's one of the greatest songs ever. Welcome back in Chris Gordy Show, Sports 1280 New Orleans. Appreciate Larry Holder 
Jumping on with us, uh, Larry talks about uh, Duncan Holder. They like to go guest free on Monday. We like to go guest free on a Monday, especially. Well, we just had a guest. I know, but it was Larry. So but we had a guest. <laughs> but it, it, we like to react to. Why don't we? To the why games. are we guest on their show? I don't know. Why don't you ask him? I'm kidding. What are you going to talk about? Um, whatever he wants me to talk about. <laughs> it's usually not a good pitch. Hey, I want to be a guest on your show. Okay, what do you want to talk about? Eh, whatever you want me to talk about. I mean, whatever. You ask questions, <laughs> Sell, I answer them. Selling yourself hard there. How about the Saints? Uh, improved to 8-2, extend their win streak to eight games. New Orleans had trailed 31-16 with three minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Um, Saints had never won a game in which they trailed by 14 or more in the fourth quarter. Prior to the win over Washington, Saints' record when trailing in the fourth quarter had been no wins, 233 losses, and one tie. That one coming in 1971. Previously, their largest fourth quarter comeback wins had come on December twenty eighth, twenty fourteen, and at C- and I'm sorry, at C- San Diego, October second, two thousand sixteen. Each from deficits of thirteen points, so they've come back from thirteen down, but never fourteen or more down. The only other NFL team that won a game after trailing by at least fifteen points with less than three minutes to go, which won, uh, it was Denver, which won in Miami in overtime back in two thousand eleven. Tim Tebow was miraculous that day. Oh, Tim Tebow. He threw late touchdown passes to Demarius Thomas and Daniel Fells, followed by by his own own two-point conversion run. It's a shot put of a throw, I'm sure. So the Saints are as great as Tebow. How about that? Sure, why not? Uh, The freaking Eagles won last night again, so that's... I loved it. You know why? They made Dak Prescott look like a dumbass. And I was facing him in fantasy football, which is even better. The guy I'm playing this week... Had Kirk Cousins bench for Dak Prescott and had um, Jay Ajayi for, uh, or had him instead of Latavius Murray. I won yesterday. Suck it, bitch. Um, you know, look, it, it, we're gonna we're we're gonna keep looking at the uh, at the playoff stand at the standings as the the season rolls along. The fortunate thing with Minnesota, you've got the same record as Minnesota. You're both eight and two, but you lost that head to head with them. Uh, to start the season, so they'll they would have the tiebreaker over you. Philadelphia's nine and one, and they're also I think they've won eight straight, right? So, mm-hmm. um, so look, I mean, this is your competition. The Rams lose yesterday; they fall to seven and three. The Panthers said they're by; they're seven and three. So, you're still right where you want to be, um, but again, you you want we'll be rooting hard for every opponent that plays Minnesota and Philly the rest of the way. Yeah, very very hard because it. it Look, I go back to that 09 season, as special as it was, you hosting Minnesota in that NFC Championship game was the difference maker. In 09, if the Saints go to Minnesota with Brett Favre and Adrian Peterson, how they were playing, I don't know if you win there. Yeah, good news. That's, that, that's just being real. You, you didn't have to do that, so it doesn't matter. Exactly. And our buddy Garrett Hartley hit the, hit the, the game winner in Pigs Flu. Saints went to the Super Bowl. And then won the Super Bowl. 504-260-1280 is the number. Let's go out to the phones. I saw he tweeted in on uh, on Twitter last night, said he was definitely calling in today. Reggie in Dallas joins us. Reggie, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up, fellas? What's up? Dude, what a game yesterday. Hey, that was one hell of a game. Um, Hey, you know what it reminded me of? Um... It reminded me of that 09 season, not the Washington game, but the Miami game. When yeah. Drew, when we was down by so much, and Drew just put the game on his shoulders and he rallied that team to come back. Man, that's exactly what it reminded me of, man. But um, this is one thing I found out about the game. 
and I found this out. It's from my wife. My wife cannot watch no more football games with me. <laughs> Why is that? I think, I think she's a jinx. All right, this this what happened. We watching the LSU game Saturday. You know, LSU was playing sloppy as hell against Tennessee. My wife said, "Oh, I'm about to go to the store." She went to the store. She come back from the store. All of a sudden, LSU busting tail, and you know they get the W. <laughs> Yesterday was her first time sitting down. Because we in Dallas, so we don't get the Saints games that often. So she sat down, she watched the game with me. I mean, man, we just lose. I'm like, man, we look like crap. And then I'm sitting there thinking, I was like, what is different? I said, well, my wife is sitting next to me. She's never sitting with me. So I said, hey, how about you just go in the room? It's the fourth quarter. I said, hey, just go in the room for a while. And she was like, why? I was like, just, just go ahead and just go do some girly stuff in the room. She go in the room. Next thing you know, man, the Saints start busting tail. I told her, I said, hey, you can never watch football with me again. <laughs> well, you know, Reggie, you Chris, Christmas is coming up. I think you should get your wife a couple of days at the spa here on these yeah. uh, remaining Sundays for the Saints. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'll be like, hey, give us some money. You go out and do whatever you want on Sunday. As long as you're not sitting here watching the game with me, we're all good. <laughs> Hey, thanks for the call, Reggie. Hey, y'all have a good morning, fellas. All right, buddy. Appreciate it, man. Go, go, tell, go tell her to do some more girly stuff. <laughs> um, Maybe go paint, hey, look, your, go paint your nails. The, man are watch, the men are watching football. I'm I'm superstitious. I mean, whatever works, right? I mean, if, if you're all sitting in a certain seat and your team's looking like crap, guess what? Everybody's got to move. Everybody change seats. Got to move around. If you're at a party and somebody leaves the room and the Saints start scoring touchdowns, guess what? That guy's not allowed back in the room. Got to stay out of the room. I um, I've never been one of those people. I was never a superstitious person necessarily. Now I do believe in some things every once in a while. Like if something, if something weird's going on and I and I can clearly recognize it, I'll I'll start to believe in it. But usually not. I'm not the biggest believer in the weird stuff like that. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's grab our last break of the hour. When we come back, we'll continue to break it down. Saints, uh, big win yesterday over the Redskins. Hour number two, talk a little college football, get into some LSU talk. I'll tell you why I'm pissed at Ed Ogeron. We'll do all that coming up. It's Chris Gordy Show, Sports 1280 New Orleans. Back to the Chris Gordy Show on Sports 1280 New Orleans. I've no reason for the things I fear. You're still just past the midway park of the point of the season, and we're talking about good horses at the – not even at the three-quarter pole yet. So let's, let's see how we continue to play. But obviously I'm encouraged. We're playing better in some areas. But yet I wouldn't have said today if you asked me that question if we were a real good team because we didn't certainly look like it for two-thirds of that game. I'll say that. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, winning cures all, especially in the NFL. I mean, in college, college is a little bit different. I mean, college you want to win in advance. I mean, even if you beat... A Tennessee team and you look ugly doing it, okay, a win's a win. But you start to look at it and you go, all right, well, we can't play like that and beat the good teams. The NFL's just different. Like, you can have a crappy game. Like, the Saints had a crappy game yesterday against Washington. They just played like crap. And part of that was with the injuries. You know, they lose Lattimore, the defense stinks, and the offense couldn't really get things going. But sometimes it just happens in the NFL. You play 16 of these things, sometimes you just look bad. So I was willing to write it off yesterday and say, you know what, I mean, look, you played like crap, and you took a, took an L. Luckily, they didn't take the L. They were still able to f- 
put things together in the final minutes and find a way to win. But, uh, I, you know, again, it, it's still a long way to go. It's still a lot of games left. It's still anybody's anybody's guess on how this thing's this thing finishes out. You still got to play Atlanta twice. You still got that huge game with Carolina looming in two weeks in, in the Superdome. But again, I don't think yesterday's game changes my opinion of the Saints team at all. I mean, sometimes you're just going to play like crap, and credit them when you can play like crap and still win. I mean, I, I don't think it changes your opinion on them, but I think, it, I think, look, anytime you win, it has to make you feel better, but it has to really make you feel better again when they win it in a different fashion. When something else happens, they show you that they can win in any circumstances and also do it when they are, you know, playing like crap and they're behind. That That's, it's just another, every, every win this year has been different. And that's the most intriguing thing, I think, is that you can win literally in any circumstance how about our buddy alvin camara who we had on the show just last week he's kind of uh, good he's amassed a thousand all-purpose yards already he's not bad as a rookie i think he was a good draft pick and here's the thing like i was ready a few weeks ago to give kareem hunt the rookie uh the you know the rookie of the year award mm-hmm. kareem hunt's not been playing well as of late he's really kind of fallen off so I tell you what, if they, if they, if it keeps going like this, if Kamara keeps having these huge moments and big games, you know, all-purpose yardage, I think you got to consider him because Deshaun Watson's out for the year. Kareem Hunt, yeah, I mean, if Watson had stayed healthy, he was going to win in a landslide that award. Hell, that guy was on his way. To, honestly, he was the favorite to win the MVP, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, guy was throwing for four or five touchdowns a game. Yeah. But Kamara's got what? He's got 459 yards rushing on 72 attempts. Hunt's got 873 on 173 attempts. But go all purpose. Yeah, no, I'm looking at it all. He's got 35 catches for 335, and then Kamara's got what? 48 for 447. No, I think that there's absolutely every case in the world that you can make for Alvin Kamara. I mean, it. Look, like you said, Hunt's had a good season. He's had a really good season, but he's got he four, hadn't so, done a ton. Le- he did so Kamara's got 400, 400 less ru- rushing yards. So so Kareem Hunt has doubled him in, in the rushing yard cat in the in the rushing category. But receiving Kamara's got four forty, like you said, four forty seven to three thirty five, and then total touchdowns. Hunt's got four rushing, two, I didn't realize two receiving. They- uh, Kamara has four rushing, three receiving. I didn't see. I didn't check all, all the. I didn't realize the Chiefs lost to the Giants yesterday. That's, oh yeah, that's pathetic. In overtime, that's pathetic. Eli put together a drive. Remember uh, when the Chiefs were considered the the uh, you know the hot the hot thing that we're going. Oh no, do they big they lost four of their last five. <laughs> it's <laughs> not happening, Kansas City. No, I mean they they've really struggled. So, but but look, I think winning. Wouldn't you say winning has to be a part of it? I mean. I, I don't know. I guess rookie of the year is just all about the numbers. Yeah, it's that's a big deal. What's Fournette at right now? He had a big day again yesterday. Did he? Yeah. Again, yesterday was like the most unglued into the other games I've been all season, I would say. You know what? I it, just couldn't find it in myself after the Saints won to, to watch anything else. I was like, okay, I need a break. If uh, after like, you know, having a wild night with Wonder Woman. If Kamara can't win it, then give it to Fournette. He's got 740 yards, six touchdowns, rushing... See what he has. See what he has receiving. He's got one fifty six and a and a receiving touchdown. So it's not bad. He he's getting close to a thousand. How about that though? Kamara hit a thousand all purpose yards before Fournette did. Oh well, yeah, because he catches the ball and Fournette really doesn't. Yeah, Fournette had one one eleven yesterday on twenty eight carries. Yeah, three of his last four games, Fournette has gone over a hundred rushing. He's pretty good too. It's not bad. It's not bad. And and that. 
Jacksonville team. I mean, I know they beat up on the Browns yesterday. I mean, but, did they beat up? It was 19-7. Well, whatever. Beat them by double digits. But they are going to win that division. I mean, the the, the Titans have kind of floundered. Uh, Mariota's been, Mar- been up and Mariota down. Mariota isn't very good. The, te- the Texans aren't going to win that. So, uh, hey, shout out to the Jaguars. They're going to win the AFC South. Just keep watching with, Drew. And, with and bad here. quarterback play. Marcus Mariota's got eight touchdowns and ten interceptions this season. Yeah, not been good. But Blake, sucks. Blake Bortles has been the one that's been like, you know, the talk of the offseason was, oh my God, the Jaguars, they got a good, they got good pieces, but they got Blake Bortles. And well, yeah, all you kept seeing was reports out of camp was that he's thrown eight inter- eight more interceptions in practice today. Like he couldn't keep the ball from going to the other side of the ball. He's 12 and 7 this year. He's not doing anything that makes him lose games. Yeah. But that's a team, like if Jacksonville, wherever they draft in that first round, like if they want to go quarterback, like, if some of these guys start to fall, like Rosen and Darnold, and some of these guys, if if they all come out, like I could see that. Or how about Lamar Jackson? Could you imagine him? Like I think he's a toothpick. In a Doug offense, he's no, gonna have to I put, can't. He's going to have to put on some you, weight. Does he give you any feel that he's a Doug Marone type of player? <laughs> Probably not. But they need some. If they can get some kind of playmaking, uh, playmaking. That's not happening in a Doug Marone quarterback. Offense. There, you keep dreaming. So are they they going to go all in on like Kirk Cousins? Probably. I mean, you that might actually as well. wouldn't be bad. It'd be better than Blake Bortles, probably. That wouldn't be bad. But I'm just saying. But Fournette, Fournette's like, give me a quarterback, please. Give me somebody where they're not loading the box. Although he played all in LSU with a loaded box and was still productive. So um, everybody loves when the box is lo- well, especially when you load the box. Yeah, I love loading the box. So uh, up. so Kareem Hunt. And uh, Alvin Kamara and and Fournette. I don't think anybody else would be in on the uh, Rookie of the Year competition, right? Say it again. Rookie of the Year competition outside of Kamara, Hunt, and uh, Fournette. I think so. I think that's right. Yeah. I I typically don't get too uh, into the into the Rookie of the Year um, battles, you know, because it's Rookie of the Year and who cares? Yeah. Well, defensive Rookie of the Year. I mean, if, as long as Lattimore comes back and he's good to go. Um, it's his award to lose, I think. Yeah, you'd think so. But Saints win yesterday, 34-31, to 31, beat the Redskins in overtime. What an incredible comeback. What an incredible, um, again, you're down 31-16. to 16. You could not You could not stop a nosebleed. I mean, the, Kirk Cousins is flinging it through the air. Samaj P. Ryan's running all over you. And it just felt like it was not your day. And then Samaj so, P. Ryan. And then something clicked. What a name. He's got P in his name. Yep. But Drew Brees puts it together there in the final final minutes, leads the team on a couple touchdown drives and a two-point conversion, and they overcome, and they go into overtime. And it just felt like as soon as you were going to overtime, the dome is rocking, everybody's on their feet. It's like they're not they're not going to lose this game. They're not going to lose this game. And I think, what, the Redskins got the ball first, and they did nothing with it, and here come the Saints. So what, a, what an incredible uh, performance by them. And, uh, and look, that's eight straight, and so now – you go to L.A. to play the Rams tomorrow or uh, on Sunday. Yeah, tomorrow they're gonna play again tomorrow. Well, wouldn't mind that. Get it out the way. No, I'm I'm good with them not doing it tomorrow. But a three. I prefer them to be fresh, ready to go. Two weeks in a row, they're gonna play the late games, uh, the three o'clock games. I hate three o'clock games. I hate three o'clock games more than anything. I love noon kickoffs more than anything on this earth. Well, I like- I love it more than than fill in the box. I'll like it in two weeks when they go when they play the. Panthers in the Superdome because 
The three o'clock games on the dome is, are fun because it lets everybody get a couple more hours of drinking in. Yeah, no, I know. And but it's a still, little just, bit. It's I'm a, a little bit more of, louder. I'm a big fan of getting out of there when the sun's still out. Yeah, it's true. Now, part of that's still the daylight saving stuff and how stupid that is. Thanks again, whoever came up with that brilliant idea. <laughs> well, like, it, it gets dark at 5 o'clock. Well, there's Why? some areas like Phoenix don't even participate. Yeah, it. it's because they're smart. I don't want to bitch slap somebody for that one. Yeah. It, it does suck when it's six o'clock. So that's why. That's dark. part of the reason why I love the noon starts. Then you don't have to, you know, mess around with, you know, I, I guess getting home and missing games. Like, but like Larry said, I mean, these next three weeks are absolutely. I mean, at the Rams, home for Carolina, at Atlanta on a short week. Like, these next three weeks will determine the season because the last three, Jets at home, Falcons at home, at Tampa. You feel pretty good about all three of those. Yeah, you should. You just need to weather the storm these next three weeks. And if they, t- if they take two out of three these next three We've, weeks, you feel good. But one of them has to be a Carol. Like, the win over Carolina has to yes, happen. Yes, it has to happen. We've talked about it. But, look, getting the win yesterday, despite the fashion that it was in, I mean, it was impressive that it was in that fashion. Getting the win yesterday makes that number that we've been throwing out there, 12, now very, very attainable. Yeah. Get greedy. Go for 13. I don't even care. Go for it. Well, you want to you want to win the Rams game though too because you want to have that yeah. head to head with them. So really, if you don't lose one of them, lose at Atlanta, and if that you sucks because I don't ever up, want to lose to Atlanta. But if you end up thirteen and three, now it's tough to get there. You have every chance in the world to probably be the number one seed in the NFC. Sure, but nobody can beat Philly. Twelve and the four hell? puts you in the mix though too. Somebody beat Philly. Come on. I'll go up there and get them. Somebody beat Minnesota. All right. Hour number one is in the books. When we come back, hour number two, got a whole lot we got to get into, including some college football talk, some more Saints talk along the way, and much, much more. Stay there. It's Chris Gordy Show, Sports 1280, New Orleans. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.